0: A video made its way around the internet last week. It's called Walking with Jesus among our LGBTQIA friends. And I have a problem with this video. I want to talk to you about that. The content of the video was unhelpful and it was unbiblical. And it was posted by Acts 29 featuring an Acts 29 pastor and a US vice president for the network. And so for this reason, it carries the weight of an endorsed strategy for the network, but it isn't a wise strategy, it will do more harm than good, and I want to show you how. Personally, I have been a pastor in the Acts 29 network for over a decade, so I'm invested in this network. And I have devoted a significant part of my ministry to dealing with issues related to biblical sexuality. Earlier this year, I published a book called God's Good Design, a Biblical, Theological and Practical Guide to Human Sexuality that is all about addressing issues of biblical sexuality. And the thing is, is that as Christians, we want people that are caught in sexual sin to find life and hope in Christ through the gospel. One of Acts 29's core values is theological clarity. And this is expressed in the statement of faith called Lausanne Covenant that Acts 29 subscribes to, which affirms the Bible as the only infallible rule of faith and practice. The video that was posted by Acts 29 undermines that value by adopting a worldly approach to dealing with sexual sin. And this reflects poorly on pastors and churches like myself that are in the network. Let me go through a few reasons that I think this is a problem. The first reason is the video uses unbiblical pandering language that is borrowed from LGBTQ activists. So one of the big examples of this is the usage of the word LGBTQ community. So the people that are in discussion here are a group that identifies themselves with the initials LGBTQ and all of those represent some form of sexual immorality, according to the Bible. The plus sign at the end means that it's an expanding array. There's going to be more and more sexual sins that will be added to this alphabet. And so we should expect to see this continue and expand and to get more and more perverse. So this is what unifies them and forms what they call their community. It's an ideology of sin, of sexual sin. So it's not an ethnic group like the Chinese community or something like that. This is a group that is formed for the explicit purpose of advancing an agenda of sexual sin. The word community, though, is a positive word that obscures that agenda. This is the only category of sin that Christians will routinely refer to as a community. So there's no such thing as a lying community. We don't talk about reaching the stealing community. In the New Testament, Jesus did not meet with the tax collector community. He didn't talk with the prostitute community to listen to them and to hear their stories. Jesus did dine with tax collectors and prostitutes, but it was upon the assumption that they were repentant. Another word that is used in this way is the word celebrate. Celebrate is a word that is demanded by activists to describe how everyone else should regard their ideology. And so Christians should be careful about using words that sound like we're caving to activist demands. I can not imagine the apostles or the church fathers or any of the reformers using the word celebrate to describe such serious sins. And so Christians, we need to discern the difference between people and ideologies. When it comes to individual people, certainly we can befriend homosexuals. We can pray for them, love them, show hospitality, uh, share meals with them, and speak truth to them and share the gospel with them. That's great, that's what we wanna do. But the LGBTQ community, that represents an ideology that is directly opposed to the Christian faith. And so we believe that Jesus came to save sinners from their sin, and that includes sinful ideologies that are holding them captive. But ideologies themselves cannot be one for Christ. Ideologies can only be destroyed. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 and 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Second point, the video from Acts 29 treats sexual sin as a protected class of unrebukable sins. So the Bible calls sexual immorality sin, and we should do the same. Romans chapter 1 says that all manner of sexual sin is a sin against God and goes against nature, particularly sin of homosexuality and things that would be considered within LGBTQ lifestyles. And we also know from Scripture that all sin is harmful, but this particular sin is especially harmful – harmful physically, mentally, and spiritually. And yet, in this video, there is a careful avoidance of the word sin or repentance to describe how these people should respond to the gospel message. And so it essentially treats sexual sin with kid gloves as basically unrebukable and beyond correction. You can spot this and detect it by what I would call a swap test. So if you changed LGBTQ in this video to some other sin that is known to be sinful by the world, such as white supremacy, then it would immediately be rejected. So nobody wants to hear the stories of white supremacists. Nobody wants to see how God is at work in the white supremacist community. Nobody wants to approach Nazis with a posture of humility, but that's what this video says that we should do about sexual sin. So why is that? And the answer is, is that these sexual sins are not seen as truly sinful. And that's the problem that I have. So people that embrace all of these sexual lifestyles, LGBTQ+, they need to recognize sin in order to see their need for Christ. So if somebody doesn't see themselves as sinful, then they'll see no need for a savior. And the result is that this approach diminishes their perceived need for the gospel. And so they are treated as victims of oppression and not rebels against God and against nature. Third, The approach in this video regards Christians as the real villains who mistreat and oppress gay people. So the only mention in this video of anybody being wrong is Christians. When people who are celebrating all manner of sexual sin are sadly confronted as the video says by Christians, then they experience church hurt and Christians are to blame for marginalizing them or ostracizing them. And so in this video, the good guys are those that are sinning against God with their sexuality and the bad guys are the Christians who harmed them by speaking the truth about their sin. So the message is that Christians are the ones who actually need to change. So Christians need the help from people living in sexual sin to better understand them and their story and their plight as victims. Now, a couple caveats here. There are instances where Christians are cruel and have mistreated people, and in those cases, they need to repent of that sin. But the church in general should not accept blame for that. In reality, this narrative of Christians oppressing gay people is a tired, worn-out trope that simply doesn't line up with the current reality. A fourth point. The approach of the video makes repentance harder for Christians who are tempted by these kinds of sexual sins. So let's try the swap test again. If someone were trying to break free from a pornography addiction, would you talk to them about how the church has mistreated pornography addicts? Or would you act as though pornography addicts are the victims of mean-spirited Christians who rebuke them? Or would you talk about how the church needs to honor and celebrate the pornography-addicted community? No, one that's absurd, but two, it would make repentance harder for them. Christians can't repent of sin if they're simultaneously honoring it and celebrating it. Fifth, this approach in the video does not account for those people who are truly victimized by these ideologies. So what is called LGBTQIA community is actually a cult. And this cult gains new recruits on a daily basis. Kids are especially susceptible and vulnerable to this because they're encouraged by social media and celebrities and schools to embrace it. And the percentage of teenagers who now say they are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer has skyrocketed in recent years. And now Christian parents in churches are having to deal with their kids being aggressively groomed, recruited, and evangelized into this cult. Whenever Christian leaders and churches affirm that message then it emboldens and empowers this LGBTQ cult and it endangers Christian kids and Christian families. So Christian leaders need to recognize that whenever you affirm and honor and celebrate something you're going to get more of it. And confused children will subject themselves to things like chemical castration or even life-altering surgery if they believe that's what will make them happy and it never does. Finally, Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says that the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. And so my desire for people who are living in any kind of sexual sin or any other kind of sin is that they will find life through faith in Jesus Christ by confessing that sin, repenting of that sin, and believing in the gospel, receiving God's forgiveness, and walking in repentance. My desire for Christians is, is to know the truth of Scripture and to speak it clearly, in Christian love, to this growing population. To love people enough to not sidestep the issue because it's controversial, but rather to trust God and His Word enough to love people with the truth. My desire for pastors and Christian leaders is simply to stop pandering to people who are in sin and acting like that is the more loving thing to do because it isn't. It actually wounds people's consciences to ignore the sins that are holding them in bondage. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 6 says, Love rejoices with the truth. And that's exactly what we need to speak. That's all I have to say about this. I hope you found this helpful. Thanks for watching. If you would like to reach out to me, if you're a pastor, parent, or anybody that would just like to uh, have more information or help on this issue, feel free to reach out at the email address that is on the screen. God bless.